Hey, dear Tyler, good morning. And how are you doing? I hope you're good. I hope you're fine. I hope your week is going on really well. Uh, mine has been good. Uh, started my songwriting lessons yesterday and it's been awesome. It's one of those things that I really wanted to tick off my list of to-do things for the year. And it's just really nice, you know, you know, just taking out those boxes. Achievement is... It has this dopamine effect, right? Just makes you want to do more and more and more. So I'm really happy about that. It's going to be three weeks and we've just started. And it's a nice experience for me, really building up the content and all. Just diversifying on a lot of things. Then uh, also preparing. Cornelia starts next week. So my, my days will be, be really choked up. There will be a lot of things to do. Uh, so many, so many, so many things for me to do and to start. But then God is faithful. I'm just so excited. And I really hope that you're able to tick off a lot of things from your own list. Uh, you're able to achieve things. You know, just like in the previous episode, you may not necessarily tick them, but then you would clearly be seeing progress, right? Little doses of progress. So just keep on doing the things that you're doing. Keep on you know learning where you need to learn keep on acting where you need to act take action uh, rise up from positions that you failed before and yeah i know in due time things would really really work out well yeah and this is another part just to encourage us to you know keep on listening to dear tyler it means a lot and i would say it means a lot it's very encouraging But beyond just the fact that a lot of people get to listen, I believe that the content that is being shared is very, very valuable. It helps. So in as much as you listen, it would also be highly appreciated if you share it with other people. The links are always there on all our social media pages. I always post them. And you you could just share them from whatever platform that you're using It doesn't have to be the whole podcast. You could just find certain episodes that you love and you could, you know, just listen and also share with other people, which is going to be really, really helpful. One, uh, on our Instagram page, we actually have like the series cataloged, right? So on our highlights, season one and season two, one season three now. So you could always go back to the catalogs and based on the topics and all if you see anyone that you like and you don't have direct access to the episode you could always reach out to me via our instagram page and i will send you the episode link right so please just share it and let's spread the word of dear tyler so today's episode is tagged time myth right the time myth there there are lots of Apparently, there are a lot of ideas, right, or a lot of thoughts towards time. You know, people come up with a lot of theories, right? People come up with a lot of theories, and they have a way of looking at time, how precious time is, the use of time, how time is a resource, and all of that. Um usually because of how valuable 
this resource is a lot of statements end up getting made and people you know just take it hook line and sinker not really taking into consideration its validity and so there, there are quite a number of things that i've questioned now i'm not i'm not authority in time i'm not authority in that i'm not authority in a lot of things but dear tyler has always been an avenue for me to share my own viewpoint so i'm very open to learn extremely extremely open to learn but there are some certain things that i feel that we should address about time right so but anyway let's start this way time is one of the most precious gifts we have right it's a gift just thinking about the fact that uh, time not just like uh, the time is no but then the allocation of space to do certain things yes right that time allocation to do certain things is one of the best resources that we do have now one of the reasons why time is really really valuable is that if there is time then there is hope and opportunity if you have time then there is hope and there's opportunity hope in the sense that things can get better right that whatever situation you are in is not the best that it could be right or it's not the worst that is that is you get so it means that wherever you find time or wherever time is allocated it means that there is a hope for a certain outcome to be birthed right and then also opportunity opportunity to actually turn it around meaning that you know hope is just that expectation right where that space that is given um some form of anticipation but then the opportunity is also the chance to rewrite things right so if you've got time that means you can correct stuff and you can correct stuff so let's let's take for instance like a football match right so typical football matches are um played in two halves of 45 minutes now after 45 minutes if the goal is um if there are either no goals scored or similar goals number of goals right and if it ends in a draw depending on the competition they have an extension called extra time now that extra time within for the players and the team and whoever there is a hope that we can use this space to win and it is also an opportunity to win so you understand so it's either they take that opportunity or not and after that they're going to penalties which is still another opportunity but you see all of these things are just extensions of time they're just extensions of time which means you can build up hope and then you could you know use every opportunity that comes your way now that's the reason why time is very very you know important so like i said if you've got time tyler that means there is hope if you find yourself in a position that there is still time it means there's still hope things can change and if you still find time that means there's an opportunity for it for you to actually take advantage of and then change because really there's some things that you do not have power over whether the opportunity it, it doesn't present itself as an opportunity all you can do is hope and expect 
right? Because of the extension of time. Hope and expect. So maybe you you sent in an application late, right? You sent in an application late and then did not extend the time for submission. It doesn't guarantee the fact that you would be accepted, but what it guarantees is that there is hope that you would be um, accepted. Do you understand? So that's the value of time. There are lots of other things, but these are the two things that I really wanted to focus on. Now, there is this, there is this stuff that people say that 24 hours is not enough for them. And, and some I feel it's a myth. The myth that we don't have enough time. And, and people can come up with their various arguments for it. Like, they could talk about, you know, pursuing dreams, doing certain things in life. There's not enough time um, for that, you know, rushing certain seasons, you know, just trying to jumble up a lot of things. I believe that we have enough time for everything. Or, let me say it in this way. I believe we have enough time for anything. The truth is that we just don't know how much time is given to us. So, our walk in this world, we don't know how much time is allocated to us. As believers, we believe God for long life. It's one of the things that we believe. We, you know, we claim His promises in Scripture. Right, we tell about you know with long life will I satisfy thee, you know. These are scriptures that we believe. I shall not die, but live to declare the works of the Lord. But there is no real time allocation. You do not know how much is actually given. Right, you do not know how much is actually given, and if we understand it in that light, then our approach will now be different. Because I hope I don't even get ahead of myself. But more time does not guarantee more results. You get more time does not guarantee more results. And so the fact that you have um, lengthy hours or so or something like that is not a guarantee for more results. So the truth is that we actually do have enough time it's just that we don't know how much is given and because of the lack of consciousness that there is a time allocation for certain things we tend to either trivialize you know procrastinate or we overexert ourselves because we're trying to meet up with um, certain deadlines that we've put even though we're absolutely unaware of I don't know if that makes sense. Now, why I believe that we have enough time, right, is because God in his infinite wisdom gave us 24 hours. I'm just using that, for instance. Gave us 24 hours. He put us in a world that has day and night, and from day to night to night and day, is 24 hours. Or how we've calculated it. And it seems to fit in 24 hours. Now, when we look at the story of creation, after God created everything, there was this term of... And there was evening and morning, the first day, the second day, the third day. 
there was something to be done for each day and there was absolutely no carryover of it the next day. God was able to complete whatever he needed to do within the time period. So I believe that God in his infinite wisdom right, gave us 24 hours and not more. If the time allocated for a day was not enough. Now I said that this is my own personal view. If the time was not enough, I believe God would have created more. So for each day there is a time allotted and it is sufficient for that day. Each day comes with time allotted to it and it is sufficient for that day. There's this portion of scripture that it's not my this interpretation is not in context, right? And so just putting out there, you know, sufficient it is for the day, the worries, you know, just paraphrasing. And it's like um every day comes with its own issues and challenges. And within that period, it is more than enough to handle it. So there's no point of thinking about tomorrow's own. Tomorrow will come with its own allocation. Right? So it's not the direct interpretation of scripture. I just understood it from that perspective because I was thinking about time. So, like I said, more time does not guarantee more results. It is what we do with that time that matters. More time does not guarantee more results. It's what we do with time that truly matters. So, when we come over to Psalms, 90 verse 12 it says so teach us to number our days that we may apply our hearts to wisdom teach us to number our days so that we may apply our hearts to wisdom the goal is the application of our hearts to wisdom we need to know that we we do have a finite time limit we have a finite time limit determined by God and within that finite time limit if we apply our hearts to wisdom we would make the best out of that time so somebody is allocated let's say 50 years or let's say 70 within that period of 70 years the person may not know that they have 70 years to live but if the person is able to apply their heart to wisdom understanding that they have a finite time then they will be able to achieve the most within that period i don't know if it makes sense because some other person may be allocated 80 another person 90 another person 100 depending on the work that they've been called to do depending on you know various other factors that may come in But understanding that there is an allotted time will push us to think about applying each time to wisdom. I believe that the goal was not just to give a sense of urgency, but responsibility. Not just a sense of urgency, but a sense of responsibility. So, it usually happens to a lot of us, you know, students and all if you're someone like me, I've I've battled I've battled procrastination a lot. I've battled it. Now, if you're someone like me, if they give you an assignment for one week, 
it's probably like um, maybe a day or two before that time of submission that I'm picking, you know, trying to fix up a lot of things and put things in place. And I, you know, those of us like me will come up with that, you know, very funny slogan that says, no, I work best under pressure. I don't think people work best under pressure. Pressure just pushes you to be creative under duress, right? But that very same creative force was always resident inside of you. It was only pressure that pushed it out. You can actually develop yourself to the point that you don't have to be on a pressure set to be able to get the best. But we just came up with that, you know, to to justify our procrastination. So we could find ourselves rushing. Wow. I could have had time to do certain things, but because I didn't take it as a responsibility, I pushed it to the point of urgency. And when it got to the point of urgency, I didn't have enough time. If you understand what I'm saying now, if it it gets clear, it now looks like the time allocated is not enough. Not because the time really was not enough, but because it wasn't, my time wasn't applied to wisdom. It now looked like I was starved of time. 24 hours applied in wisdom will be sufficient for the day. Believe me, it will be sufficient for the day. The focus should not be how much you have but what you do with what is given. So, you know, like like we're talking about, you know, achieving our goals and, you know, hitting targets and everything like that. One of the things that I told us is that you don't, don't force yourself to kind of like do so much in a day. So an assignment is given to you in school or something like that, right? And you've been given one week. One week is 24 hours, right? Let's do a little calculation, right? One week is 24 hours. And if you multiply that 24 hours by seven, I'm sorry, one day is 24 hours. If you multiply that um, 24 hours by seven, you've got about 168 hours. Yes, you have a lot of other things that you need to do. But imagine if you dedicated 30 minutes or an hour each day towards that assignment and you broke it down into various tasks and all. You will find out that you didn't need to exert so much because you applied your heart to wisdom. But if you left it till a day before you'll find out that you're using, if you had to use seven hours to do the assignment and you spread that seven hours within one week, but then you now shifted it to a day before and you now use seven hours within a day, you find out that you're actually stressed, coupled up with the fact that there are other things within that day that need your attention. So you can see how it shifts from responsibility to urgency. And then you see people being all stressed and being all bothered and all. Now, I know that some lecturers can be very, very inconsiderate or just give you one very terrible assignment and say, submit it tomorrow or something like that. As inconsiderate and as, as they are and as inconvenient as it may seem, there is still a way out and we will get to it. 
You see, Psalm 127 verse 2 says, It is vain for you to rise up early, to sit up late, to eat the bread of sorrow. When I read that scripture, it, 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 it breaks me in a big way because it's trying to say that there is a possibility that you can be so busy be so busy spend so much time doing so many things and at the end of the day achieve nothing that it will literally look like it is in vain so he says it is vain for you to rise up early to sit up late to eat the bread of sorrow so the bible is not saying that there is vanity in rising up early and sleeping late Mm -mm. If at the end of the day, you're only going to eat eat the bread of sorrow, then that means it was just in vain. You exerted energy in vain. For he giveth his beloved sleep. You know, many people believe that Jesus didn't rest and he rested a lot. I'm sure he had time for other things. He visited friends. He had hangouts in court, you know. Even though all of those meetings were... I believe were kingdom-inspired meetings, right? But he wasn't always at the synagogue. He attended weddings. So there was something that he did with his time that gave him enough opportunity to like rest and all. Remember, after the disciples had, you know, come back, he had sent them and told them, you know, go out, heal the sick, cast out devils, and all. He said, when they came back and they were giving testimony, like, Lord, we, all of the things that you said would happen, happened right before our eyes. People got healed. People got delivered. You know, demons were cast out. You know, all of those things. And Jesus was like, okay, that's beautiful. Just find a nice place and come and rest. That you do not get so occupied um, with thinking that that is all. That there are a lot of other things that um, you need to do and there are other days for this work to continue do you understand wisdom is what wisdom is what is required in our approach to time in our approach to time what is required is wisdom Lord what can I do with this day I don't want to do too much but what I will do Lord I want it to be effective are you asking me to spread things in a certain time how do you want me to do it? Lord, help me to understand you properly and help me to apply my heart to wisdom. So most people think that the more they do, the more they would achieve. Doing much doesn't mean achieving a lot. So a lot of people feel like if I'm active, if I'm, if I'm you know, always on the move, on the run, people be like, hi, Binga is very productive, Binga is doing all of this, Binga is doing all of that. No. Not at all. Absolutely not. Will there be times where sacrifices will be required? Probably more than you'd ever think. But it would be on the point of sacrifice with a with a proper understanding. If for the next 10 years I consistently see 
an individual being fatigued, I know that there's something wrong somewhere. So there was this stuff that I used to do. Way back then when I used to um, to really take singing stuff seriously, I would go out and I would use my whole night period and I would sing and I would be singing on very, very high keys, you know, because the myth was that the higher you sing, if your voice cracks, then that means you're actually singing properly. So it was more of a thing of pride when you come, you know, over to to people and then when they deny you, you're just like, yeah, you know, with all that husky voice and everything. It was like a thing of pride, like I did vocal exercise. But the goal was not to lose my voice. The goal is to do what? Be able to sing higher. It means that I wasn't doing that with wisdom. I was damaging my voice the more, damaging my voice the more. So I wasn't applying my heart to wisdom. I wasn't applying wisdom to the things that I was doing. So because I felt like I was doing it a lot, it made me feel like I was achieving a lot. No. So the fact that you do more does not mean you will achieve more. If what you are doing is not inspired by wisdom, it will just be like you're going around in circles. Just, you know, expending energy. So there's this theory in um, there's this theory in in physics. And and it always used to blow my mind. He said that if you carry if you carry a an object from a stationary point and you lift it up, that no work was done. Why? Because it didn't move any distance per se. I was like, wow, okay, yeah. But if you push it forward because it has moved a certain distance, then work was done. So nothing really happens if you're not making real progress. Do you understand? So one of the things that we really need to do is by the Spirit. Let's ask the Spirit how to apply each day to wisdom. Oh, I've got dear Tyler to think about. Oh, I've got my songwriting lessons to think about. Oh, I've got rehearsals. Oh, I've got my business. Oh, I've got ministry. Oh, I've got work. I've got all of these things. These are all things that pertain to me. Are there certain ways, Lord, that you can help me allocate it, that my day becomes productive, right, and not tiresome? So which one is a priority? Which one would require me to focus on it more and more every day? One of the best books that I've ever read when it comes to being effective is Seven Habits of Highly Effective People by Stephen Covey. Stephen Covey. It's one of the best books that I've ever, ever read. And he said that the way he does it when he plans his time is that he plans his time based on weeks, not days. Because what happens is that when you plan it based on days, you want to you want to jumble up everything within that 24 hours, right? You want to jumble up everything within that 24 hours. You want something that you are doing to reflect within that 24 hours. But if you plan your week, you can now spread them into different days. But because it's a weekly plan, you now get to see everything that you need to do within a week. So it gives you the sense that a lot is achieved. So there are definitely things that you have to prioritize, like things that would always show up every day of the week. 
you understand but then some other things that are not necessarily priorities you cannot allocate them at you know different points of the week and allocate them based on time so if you've got let's say 10 things to do with your life and you've got 7 days of the week what you could do is that you say okay I'm going to pick two things and do it on Monday and then you can allocate time you say okay I'm going to do this one for 3 hours and then I'm going to do this for 2 hours and so for that week maybe one of them is not a major priority and so by the time you've ticked off that one for 2 hours you know you've at least done something about it for that week do you understand and then you know put the other ones just allocate them you now find out that you have a lot more time within the day for other things because you're not forcefully trying to put everything within a day so you have more time for other things and if you find out that you have time and you still have the energy to work and be productive you can carry some of those other points and put them forward or you could even extend the time for something you know there's sometimes when we get to work and you just find out that you're in the zone you know you're 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 getting it right you get there's so much energy to continue right and so you could extend the time because you've given yourself that leverage if it was all jumbled up within 24 hours you'd be like okay i just have 15 minutes left because i have to figure out this next thing to do and then you just you, it it wearies your mind it literally wearies your mind so my suggestion is plan your week it makes it easier then now this is the part where i think we need to work together and that's in collaboration leverage on people leverage on people leverage on other things i was talking to somebody one time and one of my friends flicky and i was like i have so much to do you know and then she was like okay pinga there are some of these things that you don't have to do with your own hands for instance god has blessed you to a certain extent with finances don't do your laundry give it to um dry cleaners to do it so that you can ex washing from your list especially if there's a lot to do oh you have an assignment why not meet a certain set of people and say okay i'll handle this portion i'll handle this portion i'll handle this portion instead of using 4 hours to find out something why not spread 4 hours into 4 people and get 1 hour each and then you now come together and combine that four those one hour uh, sections and it comes into four and it looks as if one person did it you understand you just leveraged your time the thing about you know especially in school is that it was more of like a competitive thing i wanted to be the best so that i'll be the celebrated person but generally in, in more open minded societies collaboration is key you get the only points where they don't want collaboration is like during an exam or something right so think about that think about things that you can leverage on you know you have a design to do you've got other th- things to do why not you know look for somebody that does designs look for somebody that is you know good at typing or something whatever it is there is always a system of leveraging so that you don't have to spend all of your energy trying to achieve some certain things but trust me it's very very important for you to re- realize that every day is sufficient to do what is necessary so it's either you applied your time to wisdom 
or you wasted your time. As much as it is important to do things quickly, as there will always be an advantage getting them done, right? As, as always, though, forgive me, sorry. As much as it is important to do things quickly, right? Doing things quickly would always give you that advantage. Getting them done is more important. Don't stop because you've lost time. Now, that's what happens a lot of times because if we don't do things within the allocated time period, there is a certain way we feel and it's like, I can't make it or I've messed up. No, the point is to get it done. I would have really loved to go further talking about, you know, how our generation now is like, it's all about the youngest person doing this, the youngest person doing that, the youngest person doing this. And because we so emphasize that some people have reached certain levels that they still have the opportunity to achieve those dreams, but because it's not going to necessarily be recognized, they give up on it. Do you understand? So in as much as it is an advantage to do things early, to do things quickly, the most important thing is to get it done. Right? So this episode is so long. I'm, I'm just like mind blown by it. But I believe that it carried a lot for us. I really believe it carried a lot for us. And I hope that we'll be able to work on it. Um, you can think about it for the next week. Plan your next week. And put those things in those various orders. Try and get that book, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. Just try and get it. And see what you'd be able to come up with. It's extremely 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 valuable valuable book right and so let's just take our time to pray father we thank you thank you for the time that you have given us thank you lord because you have blessed us with long life you have blessed us oh god with the assurance that we would live and we would live oh god to ripe full ages heavenly father we ask that you'll help us oh god to be conscious of the fact that even though you have given us a beautiful promise of long life but our time in this world is finite just like the 24 hours that we have there is a determined time for everything so lord help us to apply our hearts to wisdom help us to apply our days to wisdom help us to apply our time to wisdom help us to do what is important and not to miss out oh god on the beautiful things that you have given us thank you father because we will not end up just going on this whole roller coaster ride of plenty of activities with no results. But Father, at the end of it all, we would know that every time that was spent, every time invested, was spent well. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we've prayed. Amen. So, yeah, I really hope this blessed you and I hope it inspired you. There's so much in it. Thank you so much for, for listening, right? So yeah, this is me signing out. Remember that I love you, I believe in you, and I'm always rooting for you. Bye.